Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And this is episode 401, so we can essentially phone it in. That's right. This is At this point, we're in the senior slide mode, mm-hmm. and we don't really give a shit if this is good anymore. It was just, our goal was to get to 400. Anything after, it's kind of like Marvel Phase 5, 4, 5, and 6. Anything from this point onward is just gravy. If it's good, great. If it sucks, man, eh, that makes sense. Yeah. So strap yeah. in for a very mediocre ride, guys. Yeah. We're just going to, we're going to double the farts. I believe that was the mandate that we we're decided gonna, yes. after the fact. So, uh, no, we had a lot of fun on episode 400. It was excellent. Uh, it was so nice getting to see Jamie, Jarak. It was so great getting to see Sam Cook, having Jill stop by, having Noah stop by, have Slotty stopping by. Uh, if you missed it, go check it out. It was a fantastic episode. And check it out on YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast because Justin was dressed up. I was dressed up. It was a whole shebang. It was really, yeah. really cool. Uh, it was just a wonderful stroll down memory lane and celebrating our cool guests. And uh, you know what? Celebrating ourselves, you know? And we, and we got to see Superman win another throwdown. Thank God. For the second time, Soup's undefeated. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm sure that made Jared happy. Jared, yeah. uh, you know, has been in the hospital after uh, some surgery. So, you know, he said he really enjoyed it. He said he's been really gassy. Hope you're feeling better, buddy. We love you. Hey, Jared, this this fart's for you. That's true. That's true. Sure it is. Yeah, yep. man. You know it. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, it was it was really, really fun. I had a lot of fun I putting that too. together, editing it, and it felt like a real nice milestone, a really great accomplishment. So thank you yeah. once again to everyone who's listened to us who's contributed to us, whether that's just being part of the community, whether that's like monetarily doing it or just liking and subscribing, which you should totally do or following us on our social medias at my get podcast. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It felt like it, it, it did feel, <clears throat> it felt like a different kind of pod. Like it felt like a special night. And I know <laughs> that we had a lot going on, but there was something, there was a little bit more, it didn't feel like the normal podcast i thought it was going to i really i was like oh this is just gonna this will just feel like another another podcast and then as we were doing it as i was watching it back i'm like this really does feel like a celebration episode this you is know good. what i gotta say logistically i feel like we nailed it too and i like the idea that you hid your guests from me and i hid my guests from you because i was like man i don't know who's gonna come up next yeah there's a sense of excitement and they were like perfectly timed segments that was like we actually yes. we put justin full credit here did a lot of effort of like i'm gonna time this out and it Man, a little effort goes a long way when it comes to production <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? It does. Shocker. Who knew when, Who you, actually, when you actually plan something out? Yeah. It can be good. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, very, very, very fun. A credit to you, though, as well, because you reined me back a little bit. You pulled me back, <laughs> reined me in, because I was like, all right, I'm going to have, I think initially. I think we're just going to do five, I think. <laughs> was it each five? 
I think so. It was each of us like four or five. And I was like, we we should have that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So then like they'll be on for five minutes and then we'll have this amount of time in between this and this. And you're like, that's a lot. What if we just do like two a piece? I'm like, yeah, two a piece could work. I felt it felt good, great, yeah. you know. It's, we got got some good time with those guests, and each each one had like had like a nice little bit. It was great. It was very very yeah. fun. So, Absolutely, my personal yeah. favorite was Jill going all HR on you. That was really that was really good. That was very entertaining. I uh, again, <clears throat> I plead innocent to all of those charges. I do not, uh, I do not know what she's talking about, and uh, I will go. I will go to the mat saying that. Listen, if you all. Well, don't know what he's talking about. Check out that episode 400. If you're on YouTube, it's bookmarked. It's, uh, you know, mystery guest number two. Go check that out. And you let us know, is Justin guilty? Should he be, you know, on his PIP, his performance improvement plan? Let us know in the comments. What do you think? I'm just saying, I might, I might quit. I might quit. <laughs> if I get a PIP, I might quit. Yeah. Get a PIP, then I'm going to quit. That's how it goes. That's the Put that's me the on thing. a PIP, I'm going to quit. Put me Ain't on a PIP. No PIP for me. No, yeah. sir. No, sir. Not this um, guy. So funny, funny development on my end of things. Um, okay. So in case you all don't know, I host a video game stream on Fridays, typically at 8 p.m. Central. And um, recently, uh, Natalie has become extremely interested in my video game streams. And sh- two streams ago, two weeks ago, I hosted Spider Hack, which is one of her favorite games. It's right. a wild and crazy game where you play as spiders who get lightsabers, rocket launchers, grenades, laser guns, and you basically just have a battle royale all the time. It's super fun. It's wild. She loves playing that game with me. So when I told her I was playing it for the stream, she was like, can I watch it? I'm like, I mean, I don't care. Like, you know, you're not in my presence. You're downstairs with with your mom. So whatever. And apparently, you know, she tuned in for a good chunk of it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's okay. That's interesting. And then she went back and started watching the video on demand of it, like watching the whole thing. And I was like, oh, okay. So we tried out last week, we tried out a new game called Midnight Ghost Hunt, which is a very interesting game where you play as both ghost hunters and ghosts. It's kind of like Left 4 Dead, too. You you have your finger up. I, well, so I was... uh... And you played on Friday, right? I did. I can't remember what I was doing, why I was there. But yeah, and you guys went late. Mm, You guys went later than usual, I think, because it was like two hours nighttime. Well, yeah, you're an hour ahead. Yeah, but I feel like it, regardless. I go eight to uh, ten. (laughs) But yeah, but it was, you were past then. Probably a couple minutes. Either way, it doesn't matter. Point being. I was flipping around. I was on the couch before I went to bed and I was, I popped into the YouTube app on the old Apple TV uh-huh. and I was like, Ooh, watch the live stream on my big screen. And so ah. I, I tuned in. I was wondering if it showed that I came in, if it's on, if it's not on the, you know, on, on a browser, cause you can see everyone that pops into, to watch, but I was watching it and uh, that game looked really fucking fun. It looked yeah. really fucking fun. However, it looked abs- like it was bonkers. It was yeah. it was chaos, pure madness. Because you can jump into different like objects, and then you've got a dude. That one guy that you guys <laughs> it was towards the end, but you were hunting. He jumped like twenty times in a row, and I you were after him. I couldn't figure out where I lost him. I couldn't. I'm like I don't know what doing this. It's a really great take on prop hunt. Which is a type of game which I think started, to my recollection, when I first saw it was like it was a 
type of game in Team Fortress 2, where the yes. idea is that you get to play as just generic objects in a level. And the idea is to hide, and then there's people that are hunters that come and try to find you right. at, within a certain amount of time. It's kind of like hide-and-seek. Yeah. And those games are fun, but there's, a, there's an inherent flaw in that if you're the one hiding... It's kind of fun because it's tense because you you know people are coming by and you're like oh my god you can like taunt and you know do different stuff make noise and stuff like that, but really you're just sitting there and like not moving, you know, right? Which isn't super fun. And then I, we played another free to play game version of this where halfway through the level you just change into something else automatically, so you could be like I'm a traffic cone on the road. It's like now you're a futon. It's like fuck you know and you have to like you're like well that guy isn't uh, yeah. that's that guy's hiding that guy's a thing because he's a futon now in the middle of the road right. you know like <laughs> so right. this is a nice variation of that in that you play as a ghost and you can possess objects in a level. Like almost every object in the level. And the longer you stay in place, the more ectoplasm you build up, which makes you easier to detect. That's what it was. All right. That's the element that I couldn't wrap my head around. All yes. Right. So it, you're in, it, it basically encourages you to move around the level because when you move, your ectoplasm goes down. So you can hop between various different objects and there's pros and cons. Smaller objects, you move faster, but you don't have as much hit points in that object. Larger objects, you have more hit points, but you move slower. Um, and there's like an attack element with it where halfway through the game, like so the hunters have the advantage in the first half of the of the game and that they're going around. The ghosts aren't as powerful and they essentially try to find you. But once it hits, quote unquote, midnight in the game, the ghosts get super boosted and then they try to hunt the okay. hunters. And the oh, hunters either try to survive or defeat the ghosts, but the ghosts are like their their stats get boosted big time, so they're, they can be super aggressive. But there's also so many different like loadouts you can do. You can have different guns if you're a hunter. You have different perks. You have different things. Like someone could be like, I want to be able to use a radar detected. I can set up a spectrogram or a camera. All of them do different things. Someone's like, I'm going to have yeah. a vacuum. So when I get a ghost, I vacuum up their, their essence so they can't be resurrected. Right. And there's all sorts of shit, man. It's like... So, and then ghosts are the same thing. They can have powers. Like, I was going with poltergeist where I would just make shit float in the room. And if people got close, it would attack them automatically. Oh, that's And fun. then Seth and I teamed up where he would put corruption in things. So the idea is that if you corrupt an object and it's destroyed, it explodes doing damage. Ooh. So I would have stuff floating and then he would corrupt them. So as it hit, it would do, like, exploding damage. And we, we insta-killed a guy on a level. Did you really? He walked into a room and was just like... <laughs> he just, like, died. But... He was surrounded by his friends, so they just resurrected him. And it was just like, damn it. Like, oh, but so the hunters can resurrect each other. If you go and get a defibrillator from your loadout, you can then get them back up and everything Got like that. So it. we were Got learning it. the strategy. It's we weren't, it was, it takes a, it's great for teamwork and things like that. Sure. So really fun game. Natalie was into it. Wanted to watch. She apparently watched the whole straight. Jesus. And I told the guys, I go, hey, just so you know, Natalie watched. Like that whole thing, and they're like, "Yeah, I go, I know." But for the most part, we were swearing. No big deal. It is what right. it is. And I told her, "I go, listen, you're gonna hear us swearing on there. We're gonna be saying silly stuff. You know the rules. Like, don't repeat that stuff. And it is what it is." And then yeah. you know, I realized, you know, throughout most of that, I'm also playing. You know, I'm gonna come. You know, and I have to. You know, and Jill's like, "Hey, just so you know." uh, if there's any explaining that needs to be done, you're the one that gets to do it. I'm like, that's fair. That's totally fair. So 
Now, yeah. not only that, but then she also has gone back into my catalog at other streams. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So she started watching <laughs> Pummel Party where I was like, oh, God. Because I posted that in the Discord. I was like, hey, now I've been watching Jared goes, oh, man, I wish I could have added some of my language. She's like, well, she's watching Pummel Party and you were in on that one. So, yeah, she knows what's going on with that. And at one point, we're singing a song like there's no cock, like horse cock. And like, I'm like, at one point, Natalie turns to, to Jill and goes, mom, what's bastard mean? He's just... Absolutely stunning. So we made a rule. We're like, listen, you can't watch these streams unless mom or dad are around, okay? Because we need to monitor that. We know when to turn down. For the most part, Natalie is just like super into the games. Like she just likes watching what's happening and out what's going on. Yeah. And and a part of me is really happy because she's like, oh, cool. This is something my dad does. I want to see what he's doing. I want to watch what he's doing. During one thing, I was like, there's some downtime trying to get into another game, and I was just playing a whole bunch of farts, and apparently Natalie thought that was the funniest goddamn thing in the world. And I was cooking food over the weekend. She goes, Dad, do you want to watch that part where you you did all those farts? I'm like, yeah, bring it up. And she like had the part down exactly. She just started losing her mind. I was like, fucking kids. And made me it made me really happy just to, you know, I'm like, listen, I got a fan in the house who's watching my stuff and you know, enjoying it. But the other part of me is like, oh boy, don't go too deep in the catalog because, man, we got, don't do not do any Jackbox games, which I can't imagine she'd want to watch because they're not that enjoyable, you know? Look, don't put it past her because kids kids will surprise you, right? She likes, you know she likes the games that have a lot going on, you know, like there's, there's a lot of action that. and stuff, but, you know, she'll I understand be, that. She, she brought up like um, King of the Castle. I'm like, you don't want to watch that one. That's boring. That's dad just reading a bunch of stuff in funny voices and trying not to get overthrown and murdered by, you know, the nobles. Yeah. I was like, that's not fun for you to watch at all. Here's Broforce. Go watch that. <laughs> what was the, was the, was it the Jack? No, it wasn't the Jackpot games. Ah, what the fuck was the one called uh, with the, um, you got to finish the movie line. Oh, that's, uh, there was, there's two of those I have. It's What the Dub and Rift Tracks. What the Dub. I haven't played Rift Traps. I've been on yeah. What the Dub a few times, but yeah, yeah that, that one I know for sure is again don't think she'd enjoy that one too much um, but no, yeah no, no. yeah she yeah. starts going deep i was trying to be like i'm like when was the last time i played left for dead 2 she might enjoy that you know watching that yeah. sort of stuff but yeah yeah the, uh was it, that's first off amazing that she's diving into your catalog uh yeah. she's turning into a true kid like a young a young adult kid where they're like I'm going to sit and watch YouTube video game. Like this is, it's just weird that she's at that age where you're like, yeah, all right, this is what a full blown kid does. They watch video game clips on YouTube. Yeah, man. She just likes to watch my streams. And I'm like, I I appreciate that. Like the other day she didn't know how to find, she's like, dad, I'm trying to find, trying to find that midnight ghost hunt, but I can't find your stream. I'm like, listen, I subscribe to my own channel. So just go over to subscriptions, find my get podcast. You'll find it under there. Okay. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like I showed her how to find that stuff, which for better or worse, you know, right. Yeah. Now, did you were, when you were playing this, this ghost in the graveyard game, were you uh, up against a team that was like taunting you or saying some shit? I, I thought I picked up on, I thought I picked up on something, but I, like I came in right at the tail end when you guys were saying something about these this group of people we did at one point play against some guys that were pretty good and they had voice chat on and they yes, started talking shit voice, 
Yeah, that was about the time where I tuned in. I yeah. couldn't figure out what was And they were on. like, L, 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 because they beat us. And then I was like, all right, where's the option to turn that shit off? Because I am, we all were like, we are in yeah. no mood to, to deal with that. this shit. Like, listen, could man. Could they still type to you? Because I saw. Yeah, you uh, could type. Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seth type goes, hey, thanks for doing that. Because I, I realized I need to turn off voice chat. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for talking. <laughs> It's like, I don't need to listen to you guys, you know, yeah. talking shit. I'm like, we yeah. just, this is our first time playing this game. Don't be fucking right. assholes, you know? Like, <laughs> we're also all near 40, like, yeah. or in our 40s. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like, not all of us, but, you know, like, you know, half of us. Oh, Isn't he? Is he Is he younger than us? He is a little bit, I think. Oh, okay. Or yeah. roughly the yeah. same age, but Noah, Noah. and Eric yeah. are oh, Eric, that's, okay. early yeah. to mid 20s. So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we span the gamut here. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun we game. Fans, we have fans all the way from 50 down to seven. Yeah. Right. It happens. It, ha it happens somehow. to the best of us. Somehow it happens. But yeah. So um, it's nice to have a little fan in the house. I'm excited. I'm happy for her. I, I like that she's taken an interest in this stuff. Um, and I don't know. I, I, part of me is like, makes me feel good. You know, it's just the daughter yeah. gives a shit about what I'm doing. And I'm like, guess what? When you get older and you want to know what your dad was like in his 30s, you got you got hours of content to sift through to figure out what your dad was like. So Absolutely, yeah. And you know, we've, look, we've kind of talked about this before, but wouldn't you like that sort of insight into your parents? I would I would fucking love it. I would yeah. absolutely love it. My dad uh when he was younger was in a band and they in the Quad Cities, they got pretty they got pretty well known locally and they were they would sell out venues again, wow. all locally. You, you wouldn't ever know of them but like locally cool, they would sell at venues and they would this and this and they put some demos together so i have i have in that capacity i have a record of what my dad was up to at that time but nothing nothing like this where it dives you're hearing his thoughts and his opinions and in real time his uh you know just what he sounds like I, I would love that kind of catalog of di live a living diary basically be amazing yeah I mean, I, uh, you know, my parents are, have always been a mystery to me. They've kind of also yeah. added fuel to that fire, you know, not really, you know, I don't really have a good idea of who they were. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think they also come from a generation where they want you to believe that they were perfect angels, you know, where I'm like, I know you weren't. And yeah. so I don't know. I, I believe in a more honest approach to things and I don't know. Maybe Natalie will never listen to these. I didn't make this for her. I made this for me. So, right, you know, exactly. whatever at the end of the day. But, listen to it, it's a byproduct. Yeah. Right. But if if I had an opportunity to listen to eight years of my dad's thoughts, you know, or my mom's thoughts, I'd oh be like, God, oh, yes. I get a real good snapshot of who they were at this point in time and how they changed and evolved and their thoughts and opinions on and all like that, but also get a really good pulse on things that were happening in pop culture. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, that'd be kind of fun, you know? So. Natalie, in the future, if you're listening to this, I love you and you're welcome. Enjoy. Enjoy your dad's stupidity, you know? <laughs> and we guarantee that you will still be in communication because Doug has learned how not to parent. And you guys still have a good relationship. That's that's the dream. That's the hope. That's the, that, that is the dream. Yeah. Regardless of where we are, just know that I love you and I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> That's a. I think that's a really good blanket statement yes. for anywhere that you end up. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. love you and I'm trying. <laughs> I love you and I'm trying. Speaking of someone who's trying, yes. Doug, yes. this biohacker 
article sent me today. I'm glad. Very interested in this. So I first heard about this on your mom's house. Podcast. Okay. I was wondering where this came across your uh, your radar because I heard about it and they did they spent several minutes on this guy doing kind of a deep dive and then as I was looking for stuff for us to chat about I saw this pop up and I'm like oh shit this could be fun I didn't even think about it when I heard about it on your mom's house so I was like oh that's interesting then I'm yeah. like oh shit I think we I, I really want to get Justin's thoughts on this guy so yeah this is from Lad Bible, from an article from Amelia Jones, um, that basically there's a guy named Brian Johnson, um, who essentially, uh, he sold... What an yeah. unremarkable name for someone I, who's doing Thank this. you for saying that, right? I don't... And again, I'm not cutting him down on that, but it's just like, someone is doing that, I'm just like, Brian Johnson. Could just not be a more generic Milk name. toast, you know what I mean? Just... <laughs> I what kind of ice cream do you like? Vanilla, <laughs> you know. Not even the good stuff. Give me the frozen vanilla you get in in the in the Ooh, grocery fre- store. I don't want any of those flex in there. Take no, those flex out. I don't. Yeah, pick out all the vanilla bean seeds out right. of there. Blah. I don't want that. Blah. No. I just want. I want know. the blandest vanilla. Yeah. that doesn't taste like vanilla. In the morning, I want cold toast with mayonnaise on it. You know, for my breakfast. <laughs> You know? But don't toast it too much because that's too spicy. Yeah, it's too spicy. Yeah. You know, I want just yeah. enough where there's maybe a little bit of a crunch, but I don't want any color on it. You know, right? I don't want to hurt my teeth. They're very sensitive. Yeah, not too much crunch. And I don't warm up the mayonnaise. I like it cold. You know, right? Just cold mayonnaise on barely cold. warm toast. You know, right? If you can leave the mayonnaise out for 15 minutes prior to spreading it, just so it comes to, but not full room temperature. Exactly. Just very just a. If it's lukewarm, it's too warm, you know? Right. Exactly, yeah. I, <laughs> I felt the same way. I'm like, Brian Johnson, tech yeah. millionaire. I'm like, really? Brian Johnson, really? huh? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, this guy, apparently, uh, he's 45 years old, and apparently he, I didn't realize that he apparently uh, created Braintree Venmo, or at least owned it at some point, and he sold it to PayPal for $800 million. Yeah. So the guy made his nut. He did this eight a decade ago. And yeah. he is on this quest, this quest to stay young forever. So if this isn't the blueprint for a, a classic villain, I don't know what is. Like, Right. Well, Doug, this, I mean, his whole plan is project blueprint. That's yeah. what he calls it. Yeah. The aim of biologically becoming 18 again, which, by the way, sir, right. listen, I don't have $800 million, but I'm going to tell you, no amount of money is going to make you 18 again. Just saying. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not an engineer. I'm not yeah. a wizard. Okay. You're not a body engineer. I understand that shit. Uh, my advice out of the gate before we go any further is, sir, accept, accept your end because it's coming. It's coming for all of us. All right. Yeah. I don't care how many of your $800 million you pour into this. You ain't getting young again. All right. Like it's not going to happen. So I'm. Well, go ahead. I'm keep going because I have I have I I have questions on that. I want to play devil's advocate to it. Oh, please. Yes, you are not. There is no way to Benjamin Button the situation and bring yourself back. I fully yes to that. But his 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 approach to this and the way that he you know like age has aged or calculates the age for different body parts is pretty wild. And we'll get to that in a second. So I want to you know. Yeah, well, we're also, you know, 
We'll get to the butt in a second. You beat me because to it. That's something he, yeah. You he's beat me to it. On. That's awesome. I, uh, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know how he's calculating the age of things, but I would say that based off of all the stuff he's doing, and we'll just kind of cover real quick what he's doing. So he's got a team of 30 doctors. Um, who over are 30 doctors, Justin. Over 30. They're Sorry, over, over 30. There's 31 doctors. <laughs> and they closely monitor his blood, heart, liver, kidneys, brain, blood vessels, and sexual health, and have taken 33,000 images of the inside of his guts. His routine is he downs 80 vitamins and mineral supplements every day um, alongside a very precise 1,977 calorie diet consuming consisting of 70 pounds of mushed vegetables a month and then almond milk, walnuts, flaxseed, and berries. So based off of like the, the supplements he's taking and, and, you know, all the transfusion, well, and we'll get to all the other stuff that he's doing, but transfusions, he's doing this and this. <clears throat> I, I do question whether or not you can not reverse the effects of aging, but bring them to next to a screeching halt. I'm one, I, I could see that potentially being possible. I, I definitely want to, I want to walk something back in here in that I, I want to commend this person for trying to find the healthiest lifestyle for himself in like a very sure. broad sense, like great journey, right. To do that, because I think it's good to find a way to be as healthy as possible. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> this is where you and I line right up together. Yep. I think he's going about it in a very unhealthy way in a sense of just this guy seems obsessed with this in a way that, hey, if he's happy, good for him. Like, I'm happy for him. I'm That's totally exactly happy for him. Like, she asked me, she goes, what do you think? Are you okay? Like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, the first thing, I was like, if he's truly happy with this choice, more power to him. Yeah. But I question, it's it's quantity over quality, I would, or sorry, yeah, it's quantity over quality. I'm like, if you're going to bed at, 8.30 every night and you're, you know, you've got to wear these sunglasses and these, the, da, 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 all this other stuff. Like, are you having a life or are you just living to exist? Well, it's like it's common when you said his strict lifestyle includes exercising for at least an hour of day. Great. Sure. Okay. Hit sack precisely at 8.30 p.m. every night. That's cool. But how long are you sleeping? I'd like to know Absolutely. how many hours. Uh, blue light blocking glasses. Hey, that's good. Right. That's good. Lasering away skin sun damage. Eh, okay. Um, placating the vagus nerve uh, to control stress with a clip-on gadget and zapping his pelvic floor muscles with electromagnets. Like, okay. and that's just that's what it, that's some of the stuff it includes. That's not yeah. everything he's doing. FYI. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing too. If I had eight hundred million dollars, I could sit around and do this too. You know what I mean? Sure, I, you could. Would you like? I just. This is what your focus of your life is now. Yeah. Your life. Your, your life's focus is just to live. Mm -hmm. It's just to exist, to keep yourself living, not to experience and enjoy. It's your your focus is just to keep going. Yeah. It seems like blind to me. So he says that two years into Project Blueprint, the forty-five-year-old who calls himself a professional rejuvenation athlete. 
claims he has the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and an 18-year-old's fitness levels and libido. Show me the math. Solve for X there. How? I don't, I don't think you want to see the math. No, because here's what's going to happen. He's going to show you data, and you're just going to be like, okay, because I don't know how to read it. Do you? Exactly I don't. Happened. Yeah. He also says, I currently have no plans to die. Bad news, Mr. Brian Johnson. You're going to die. All right? I like, that's not a threat. That's not a threat. That's a fucking promise. You're going to die. All right? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. I love this. It's like Johnson has previously been labeled a narcissist, a vampire, <laughs> and even been compared to American Psycho's Patrick Bateman for that- doing the world's first multi-generational blood plasma exchange. Yeah. This we'll dive into that, but this uh, American Psycho uh, comparison was that was it. I, well, when, when you read when, that and then look at the photo that like, that's right yeah. below that, you're like, yeah, this guy looks dead in the eyes. Look at him. Absolutely, yeah. Well, in the photo above it too, I'm like, also don't tell me that you haven't had plastic surgery. Do not oh, yeah. sit there and begin to tell me that you haven't had plastic surgery. I'm sorry, diet and and all the stuff that you're doing has its effects has its it's its positive effects 100 there's no way a 45 year old has that kind of like no you've had plastic surgery sir sir you've had plastic surgery yeah um and that's yeah. fine that's listen fine again whatever you need to do whatever he wants to do is his choice i'm not gonna right. i'm not gonna do that but I, I think what i have the most issue with is the idea that the, this guy's like i'm gonna find a way to live forever i'm like right why <sighs> right i think let's take it down a, a little bit further in here so when he when he started it it's it this is the story here of him uh of, of why he did it he, uh, he he sold his company and he went through a messy divorce he gained 60 pounds on a diet of cookies and pizza he got depressed by that. He had suicidal thoughts, violent mood swings. And he was like, look, I've got a lot of internal demons. I need to change this. I don't like the way that I'm living. And that fully commendable. That is like good on you. And then he goes on to say, we are quite literally a mad. We are quite literally mad as a species. We are addicted to junk food, to alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, all these things which make us feel bad. We're at war with ourselves. How can we hope to save the planet and to survive as a species if we can't make peace with our own bodies? Um, Which, by I, the way, I, I agree with. I fully agree with that. I think yeah. almost everything that he said, I think he's absolutely, absolutely right. I done a lousy job of looking after myself. So I thought, what if I let my body decide how it wants to live? What if data, not emotions, managed how I eat and sleep? Practical now, Doug is yes. on board with that statement. <laughs> where where I get lost in his mission is this, I have no plans to die. Because I'm like, yeah. are you saying that? as a marketing ploy is this to get attention because that's a splashy headline at the top right here biohacker who spends two million dollars a year to get 18 year olds body also phrased poorly says he he has no plans to die that's a very splashy headline and will get you a lot of media attention so is are you truly thinking that you're not going to die or is that just a marketing ploy because if you truly think that now we're starting to split on where we align. Like I, I see your original mission, but now you've gone into weird territory. You've gone into super villain territory. Yeah. And when you get down to, you know, he talks about, he sees some improvements in his body. He's like, my left ear is 64. My fitness tests say I'm 18. 
My heart is 37. My diaphragm strength is 18. Yeah. I playfully say I am trying to become like an 18-year-old. My son is 17, so I always tease him and say, when I grow younger, I want to be like you. That is something a rich white man would say to his son. Yeah. Just. I mean, he's also doing this, like we mentioned, the multi-generational blood plasma exchange. That 17-year-old son donated some of his blood because there was a study done on rats saying that older rats got rejuvenated when they received transfusion from younger rats. So his 17-year-old son gave him some blood, and then he donated some plasma to his 70-year-old father. And I'm like, okay. And again, I I am firmly in the stance of uh, body autonomy. Like what you want to do, if it's your body, you get to do what you want. So if his son is saying – yeah, I'm totally down for giving you some of my blood. And then he wants to do this. And is his father's okay with receiving plasma from him? If everyone's in agreement with this and they're doing this, that's their journey. And I say more power to him. If he starts to actually become a vampire and like starts stealing people and, and taking their blood, then we have an issue. But I, do I think it's weird? A hundred percent. Like, here's the thing. What if this guy in his research actually does turn about some data that can be used to further, you know, human livelihood and health? And I, fantastic. That's amazing. I just struggle with him as, as a person and his ideology behind all this sort of stuff. Like, I, I really struggle with him and the idea of just. Again, if he's happy, great. We've said that a couple of times now. We don't have to say it anymore. If he's if he's happy, he's happy. That's great. The idea of every day you have to have 80 vitamins and mineral supplements, a very precise calorie da- diet, which, by the way, it doesn't sound like it's very enjoyable at all, right? No. He even goes on to say that the thought of a burger or a glass of wine makes him feel sick, you know? Like and that's I, where we that's where we fully diverge, yeah. And I because yeah. a burger and a glass of wine is literally on my list for last meal. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is it, man. That's that's heaven to me. And again, I I'm with him, man. The, the, the shit that we make that's so cheap and so bad for people to eat. I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, I've said this before. In college, the worst stuff to eat was the cheapest, and you Absolutely. ate that stuff yeah. because you didn't have any fucking money. So right. it was easy to eat donuts than it was to eat a thing full of strawberries because the donuts were like an eighth of the cost of eating strawberries. So, right. you know, and there's a reason why most, you know, poor people in our country are obese is because the only thing they can afford is cheap shit that doesn't fill them up and is high in calories, you know? like, right. Well, and let's not even get into the whole how it's structured in there, yeah. you know, plate like there's those types of fast food joints and stuff are placed in those neighborhoods and right. around the around Buffets. the people. Absolutely. Yeah, I had to explain what a buffet was to Natalie the other night, you know, because Jill and I were talking dad, about this it. This is where dad used to make his money back. Yeah, I explained it to her. I said, listen, if you're looking to try different types of food, like going to a Chinese buffet was one of the best and worst things for me because I learned mm-hmm. what I liked from Chinese food, which was good. But also, I ate gross amounts of food. I also made abominable, shameful combinations, you know, that... I put together and, you know, Jill and I also explained to her, like, the reason why those places are so profitable is because they make the food really, really cheap in large quantities. I go, I was explaining to her, I'm like, I made you dinner tonight. 
specifically for you. I didn't make it for an indeterminable amount of people that would maybe come by our house tonight. If I did, I wouldn't take the same care and comfort that I did in making you your dinner tonight, which is why when we go out to eat, we like to go to places where we can order specific things that we want so they make it fresh right then and there. Right. Buffets, no. They just sit there under a warming light. They dry out. And there's just, it's not good. It's not good. And you overeat and it's, it's a bad thing. It's a bad combination. So Brian Johnson's absolutely right. There's a bunch of shit in our society that sucks. That just, you know, we get used to it. It becomes part of our routine. I'm thrilled that Natalie doesn't like soda. She doesn't even like, I, I, I tried out some new, uh, seltzer water. It's called Waterloo. I hadn't seen it before. I found it at Costco. Waterloo's a staple in our fridge. Fucking love Waterloo. It's awesome. Um, and uh, Natalie was she's been really brave lately with trying stuff. She's like, "Can I try some of that?" I'm like, "Listen, I know how you are with this kind of stuff. It's not typically your thing, but you're welcome to try it." I gave her like the smallest thing, and she's like, "Like she doesn't like the bubbles. She does not like the bubbles." Carbonation has uh, a. She's never had anything with carbonation, so she's not used to Uh, it. Which I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Right? Don't go down that road. It's not a bad place to be. Don't go down that road. Because I told you, listen, there's other stuff that tastes really, really good because it's got an ass load of sugar in it. And you don't need that in your life. So don't do that. Okay? Right. Ignorance is bliss in that regard. Yeah. I go, listen, I tell I go, listen, you're not going to like how this tastes. And that's okay. Because for the longest time, I thought this stuff tasted like ass. And for now, I'm like, hey, it's... It works for me, you know? Like It it, it scratches an itch that you don't need to know about. I find it refreshing with a little bit of flavor, and but I get it. Like, you don't have to like it. She just drinks it. She's like, and just spits it out immediately. I'm like, it's fine. It's totally cool. Whatever. Off mic, you and I are going to have to compare uh, flavors. Sure. I've only uh, gotten to try three three so far, but you know. I just tried two new ones, and I am Mm. uh, all in on these two new ones. Yeah, I just went to Costco. When you go to Costco, you get what they get, what they have. So, you know, I'm like, cool, I'll take these. And it was, so far, I'm a fan of them. So, it's really good. Um, So, again. This episode brought to you by Waterloo Sparkling. Waterloo. The Battle of Waterloo. Um, Yeah, so this guy, I get his I get his perspective. I don't like his attitude about it, and I don't like there's there's a creepy vibe to this guy. There's a hundred percent a creepy vibe. Uh, just the pictures alone, just there's something is just off. It just doesn't something doesn't. My spider sense is going off. We'll say that. Yeah, um, I think there's. Let me see if I can find something about this guy because I also like uh, on um, uh, on your mom's house they did kind of a deep dive a little bit of a dive onto this guy mm-hmm. and uh, you know he ain't all he's uh, he's cracked up to be so um, really? in a sense that like he was dating a girl for a while and I think she was suing him like for money and he I think he was quoted as saying uh, the relationship with her was a, a net <clears throat> negative so that's why he, I'm like, oh, good. You're putting this in profit terms. Good to know. He, yeah, he thinks. Yeah, um, he thinks in those regards. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Wait, why did I think he was British? He's from he's from Utah, Provo, yeah. Utah. Of course, he's from Utah. Absolutely, he has. Uh, why not? Oh, yeah. Johnson has three children. He was raised as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Left the church when he was 34. Oh, he's a pilot. He climbed climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Good for him. Good for him. Like a like a billionaire should. Right? Um Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. So uh this guy is weird to me. I appreciate the idea of being healthy. Maybe in the midst of all this, something good will come out of it in the sense of 
We'll find out some information about the body and how it processes things. I appreciate his data-driven yep. approach to I want to measure this sort of stuff, but him as a person and his all his ultimate <clears throat> goal of like I want to be younger. I'm like or never die. I'm like no. I literally tonight, Jill's like, what are you going to be talking about? I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about this weirdo who was uh, basically trying to live forever. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, he wants to have immortality now. He's like, what's immortality? I go, it's basically someone who never wants to die. And I go, and listen, kiddo, we all start, we all live, and we all end. That's the way things go. And that's what makes life beautiful. I go, because listen, some point, I'm going to want to die. All right? Like... <laughs> And Jesus I'm, Christ! I'm what at peace with that. Talk you guys have in the Cochrane House. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm totally at peace of that. And I've said this too many times right in the podcast. If you said Tug, you're immortal. I'm like, you've cursed me. No, I don't want to live forever. What a horrible <laughs> idea. Just absolutely awful. Don't yeah. want to live forever. Fuck that shit. Who? I uh, I think it's. I, look, I understand being afraid of death because that's yeah. scary. Not knowing what's on the other side, you know, how are you going to die? Is it painful? Is it whatever? Like that, I totally understand. But the idea of like, no, 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 I want to live forever. The fuck's wrong with you? What the fuck right. is wrong? What do you want to see? The end of everything? You want to be a front row seat to watch us destroy this fucking planet? Watch the sun right. go out? Die okay. in the horrible ending of everything? Why? Why would your brain is not capable of processing that? You would go insane. Why oh, yeah. would you want to do that? I want to live forever. Go fuck yourself. What do you got to do? What that tells me is you're a procrastinator. You're not getting shit done. <laughs> I need more time. I need an extension on the paper. We'll fucking get to it today, buddy. Because yeah, yeah. we're all have a, we're on a clock. All right? Get it done. Stop wasting time. Get your shit done. Do your homework. And go enjoy life. If, if his... Uh, experiment does open up some revelations about the about the human body and how to how to hack it a little bit to maybe squeeze a few extra years out. What is we might have gone over this before? I can't remember what your answer was, but what is the maximum amount of years that you would be comfortable going for? Like a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred fifty. Where where would you where would you talk now? And this uh, the presuming also that everyone is able to go along for the ride. Like you're not like outliving your child. These medical enhancements and everything kind of are able to be applied to society. So everyone is getting the same kind of extension. If that makes sense. There's a lot of factors. So this sounds like an ass practical Doug. Uh, sure. with, with the way I break this you down is yeah, no, but I mean, well, cause we already have one uh, set up for later, but the idea is what's my quality of life. Sure. You know what I mean? Because if I'm fucking miserable, but it's like, guess what, Grandpa? You can live for an extra 20 years. I'm like, I don't want to. No, I don't want to live an extra 20 years. Doing what? I can barely move. Someone has well, to again, constantly move me around. In this scenario, his body hacks have opened up science in a way that you're it, – it not only gives us the years, but like it, it – it allows us to stay mobile and stay active through okay. those years. That's, like, a, that's a pretty big qualifier for me. If that means that my mobility and stuff like that is improved. Your function, like your, your, uh, your, you've got all your fa um, faculties are, are all in place and all, are all firing at all cylinders. I think, I think, I think that's the big factor for me is just like my quality of life, because if that is drastically improved, 
Then at this point, in my mind, like that's a slippery slope, man, because if you can just be like, oh, let's add a couple more years, oh, one more year, you know, one more right. year. I don't. This is, this is going down a very fun road in the sense of like, I don't necessarily want to give the myself my own expiration date, but at the same time, like I do believe in euthanasia, like not, not consensual euthanasia. Sure. Yes. <laughs> not just taking people out old yeller style and just, <laughs> Hey, go catch the ball. Huh? Bam. You know, <laughs> Grandpa, can we see you outside for a second? Grandpa, we're going hunting. We're going oh, hunting. Good. You know, <laughs> I'll, gra- I'll get my vest. You won't need it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you won't need it. Um, I do believe in that sort of stuff, but at the same time, you know, I've also, like, I think I heard a story recently of it was someone whose grandmother had been dealing with you know, a brutal illness and she went to a place for euthanasia and she basically scheduled the day that it was going to happen. And it was like a very kind of controversial to a lot of people because it's, it's not something we all really get to deal with. Sure. Um, some people thought it was cruel, but this woman was in full faculty she was this girl went and spent like the last couple days with their grandmother like they went out to eat they planned everything and then like the night before you know she was like kind of doing a video journal she's like you know how do you feel she's like i feel great this has been fun i'm ready she's like are you scared she's like no i'm ready for this to be over and i'm like that's beautiful man that's beautiful owning your life in that regard but the conceit of that is my life is full of suffering right now and I want it to end on my terms, which, by right. the way, listen, if you are the idea of like you have to expire naturally, otherwise there's a penalty at the end of this. Go fuck yourself. That is the stupidest thing right. I can even conceive of right now. Where It's like, hey, he's in a lot of pain. Well, he's got to tough it out. Because well, yeah. if his body doesn't shut down, then it's cheating. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Like. And for the record, I'm not advocating for suicide or anything like that. I'm saying, like, if you are, you know, truly just like, my body is dying. It sucks to live every day just to get up and move. It's, like, so painful and I have disease and whatever. It's like, yeah, you should be able to be like, I'm done. Bye. Quality of life sucks. I'm out of here, you know? Like, you should totally be able to do that. So, anyway, that all... (laughs) out there in a nice little mind gap tangent so, so doug so doug answer my fucking question <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i would be hesitant because it feels like cheating in the video game as i just you know made okay. that whole argument about you know you know his body's gotta expire its own i feel like if someone's like hey man we could we could we could add five years to your account you know if you yeah. wanted to i'd be like it'd be tough this is such a weird hypothetical because I can't practical Doug's like, there's no way you would be in such good health where you're like, I'll just add five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. if like I'm declining, that's what natural causes. It's like, it's because you're not doing well, you know, like your body's like giving out. Right. So the idea of like, Oh, we can reverse that and give you five or 10 years. Like, I mean, part of me would, would probably, it depends on what's going on. I mean, I, I mean, part of me would be like, yeah, I'd love to spend more time with Natalie, spend more time with Jill do the podcast for five to 10 more years, you know, like all that good stuff. You and I are both 104 and we're just, and they're like, will this fucking shit ever end? And we're like, no, oh my God. They're How like, I'm like, Hey, not? Justin, guess what? I'm going to come, you know, like <laughs> you can still do that. <laughs> no, but I can't do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
and I didn't mean to. <laughs> it just happens, you know. It's just I've opened a channel. But if you take the pill, you can control it, you know, like. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> how are uh, you? How are you breathing? Machine. <laughs> good one. Very, very good. So let me kick that back over to you. I I know you're. I want to talk about your battle with death. You're not fighting death, but your your sort of you know issues with dying are are yeah. are, are are very strong with you. Like, how would you handle that sort of situation? It's like, hey man, we could extend this five to ten years. I it would be very that would be tough for me because it would be hard not to. It'd be hard for me not to seriously entertain that idea. I feel like I would be. Um, oh fuck! Who isn't the salmon? Hobbs. Oh, uh, um, it's uh, yeah, Hob. Hob, yeah, ha- no, yeah, yeah. Hobbs is uh, fast Calvin and Hobbs. Uh, sure, <laughs> I was gonna say Hobbs and Shaw. Um, yes, uh, I I would be Hob. Uh, I think I I circle that Hob like mentality where I'm like I'm not ready yet. Uh, a little longer. Uh, a little longer. Let's see where this goes. Let's see what else happens. But I think after talking with you <laughs> all these years, <laughs> you have you have uh, helped me open up a new neuropathway of thinking about uh, a sad one, about, I assume, <laughs> about this where I'm just like, yeah, you know, it would be I'll, I'll tell you what really started to, to change my mind on it was when we did the Ask Practical Doug about the tur- the snail. Right. Yeah, and that guy, and that guy, and he talked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, like, eventually this this planet becomes uninhabitable, the star dies, and we go on to a different one. But then eventually the universe ends, or it gets so far expanded, billions and billions and billions of years from now, that yada 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 yada, that you are literally just the last thing floating through space, going." Cool. What now? You know, until, you know, presumably everything sucks back in and the Big Bang happens all over again, depending on what, you know, astral uh, astronomy theory that you uh, subscribe to. But that made me really think I'm like, oh, practical Justin perked up. And I'm like, that would be rather miserable. And in just watching all of that kind of go by and happen. So I, I'm starting to change my tune on wanting to live forever. Like typically I've been in the opposite camp of you, but like, I feel like I'm coming around to understanding why that's not such a good thing. So I would say in, as a, if I'm painting with very broad brushstrokes, maybe 150, I think it'd be fun to, to go. I made my heart skip where I'm like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Again, if I'm in, if I'm all, I've lost all four of my grandparents to dementia uh, now. So it's like, look, the, the deck is stacked against me right now. So I don't know what my future holds, but if I can stave that off and, and, and retain, you know, good mental health and, and, and everything, I wouldn't mind pushing it a little bit and just kind of seeing where, where things are with the caveat that if I'm ready to go, I can just go, eh, let's wrap this up. You know, yeah. we're good now. I think, that almost worries me more than natural death is be, having to choose like mm, today or oh, let's go the 19th. How's that sound for everybody? Good, good. We good. Yeah. I like that in the sense of 
it does like give you a little bit of like a pit in your stomach. You're like, oh it's shit, like this is yeah. because it's such a mystery. Death is a yeah. mysterious thing where you're like, I don't you're know. To hang it up. That's and to, to basically be like today's the day that it's 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 like putting an animal down, a pet down. You know? Yeah. You're like, oh god, I like I literally my skin just crawled when you said that. It's like, the worst. Where we call and we make an appointment to put the animal down. You're like, ah, today's the day. Like I've personally done that three times now i've grown up with pets my whole life but i've only had to do it like physically myself usually my parents took care of it so i've had to do that it is the weirdest fucking thing in the world to be like i'm here to kill my animal like (laughs) that's what it is it's for a good reason we're here it's for another day and just to watch the life leave them is oh god jesus christ bizarre it's bizarre it's a bizarre and gut-wrenching thing but when they're suffering you're like this is you, you. It's sad, but you're like this. You you have to, you have to choose the right time to do it because if they're right. like, please, right, kill me. You're like, oh, we waited too long, you know. <laughs> but if you go too early, they're like, hey, I'm it's fine, you know, I'm fine, and you're like, oh you waited god, too long. Yeah. you know. Uh, and I've done, I did that. I waited too long with one of my cats. They were basically like, I'm like, I'm sorry. We should have done this like last week. I'm so sorry. They're like, I can't. I don't want to be here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. so sorry. But the idea of doing that for myself, there's something freeing in that of like, I'm owning this. And you're also yeah. choosing a, I'm assuming a painless way to go. Because my biggest fear about death is like, how's this going to happen? Am I going right. to stop breathing? Am I going to experience Suffocate, yeah. suffocating? Am I going to like, yeah. is some just horrific pain or like disease going to eat away at me? Am I going to have a heart attack? You know, am I just, yeah. am I going to have an aneurysm? Am I going to get hit by a car? You know, right. like just what? Well, like in the, the movie, um, uh, the old guard that we talked about when I came oh, up, yeah. the concept of living forever. And then one of the characters gets trapped imprisoned underwater and they have to experience drowning and coming back over and over for centuries they're they're trapped underwater and they're dying they're drowning over and over and over again and then they wake up and immediately drown again and wake up and they're doing that for fucking centuries no yeah yeah no. the idea of drowning just what you know Whoa. and listen i accept that those things just you know they can happen you know unexpectedly sure. and whatever but you know the idea of being today's the day i'm choosing it to be this way yeah there's something very powerful in that it's weird yeah i can yes i could <clears throat> i could see that i can see the argument there i just there's there's something about it it's just i can't i don't know if it's the way i'm wired or what but i don't think anyone's wired to be like hey can't make my peace with it i know there's some cultures i think that um you know, there's like, I mean, well, this is based on fiction, but there's, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Midsummer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. they, in, in that movie, my minor spoilers for that uh, in this, uh, you know, I guess Swedish or whatever yes. tribe of people, yeah. um, when you hit 70 years old, uh, you get to jump off a cliff. <laughs> Which also, horrible way to go out. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Because if you don't die on impact, then they beat you until you die, like with a hammer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is absolutely brutal. But they have a whole celebration. Like, they sit down, they have a feast, they eat, and then they're like, all right, time to jump off the cliff, and they and they do oh, it. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. And I, the, I think... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I think part of 
why it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the be- I understand the, the 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 beauty in it but I think the part of my struggle to wrap my head around it is just our age right now yeah because we do have so much presumably we have so much time ahead of us <clears throat> and we're in the we're we're in the midst of of really just kind of I feel like the good a lot of people say like, oh, you know, oh, best years are behind me. I, I truly don't feel like that. I, I still feel like some of the best years are still upcoming. And I, I my step-grandma, for example, she, uh, towards the end of her life, she was like, I've made my peace. She was a religious lady. She goes, I've made my peace with God. I'm, uh, you know, this and this, and I'm ready. Like, let's, let's rock and roll. When it happens, I'm ready. And she was uh, sick with a few things, and uh, she just kept saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like I've yeah. had a great life. I had kids, I had grandkids. I got remarried. I have step grandkid. You know, I've enjoyed the places I've lived and the trips I've gone on, and this and this, and I'm good. And I think it's because of where she was in her life that she was able to accept that. I think it's harder for me to wrap my head around that concept at this point because I'm so far removed from that mentally, where I'm like, I, I haven't had everything that." I've, I've wanted to do yet. So I, that was going to be my follow up question. If you were, to, if you were, you know, they said, Hey man, you're going out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, how would you feel about man, that? What would I, I would be, I would be devastated if I was going out tomorrow. There's what do you so feel many like you're, that, what do you feel like you're, you're missing out on episode 500. Damn right. First thing I'm, out of the gate, right? I ain't out there. Yeah. Um, or sorry, episode, episode, episode 402. Right. I wouldn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for, for that matter, um, <clears throat> the biggest man, I, you know, it's, it's hard to pick. Like what's the biggest thing that I would, uh, I think part of one of my biggest regrets would be not having seen more of the world yet. Hmm. Like I've got a, I've got a big, big desire to travel and, and to yeah. see, to see some shit. I know I'm not going to see, I'm not going to hit all the continents and see this, that, yeah. and the other. But there's a there's a, a list of countries that I'd still like to go explore and, and at least spend a couple of days in and you know yeah. maybe do the tour of Europe where it's like two days in Germany, two days in England, two days this. Yeah. Um whatever it is, I would still like to go and explore more of the world. And so if without getting to see some of just how beautiful this planet is, I think that would really bum me out. That'd be that'd be one of the things that I would be the the hardest to swallow. For sure. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Obviously, I mean, the big thing for me was just Natalie, like yeah. not seeing her become who she is, you know, grow up because I'm constantly like, man, what are you going to be like? We're going to be like next right. year. What are you going to yeah. be like in 10 years? Like what kind of person are you going to be like? What are you going to, what are you going to enjoy? What are you going to be into? I'm just so curious about who she's going to grow up to be. And obviously yeah. hanging out with Jill is the best. I think personally, like my mental state on most things right now, uh, I'm, I'm very at peace with things like my work life balance is fantastic. And yeah. I feel like this is probably the most I've enjoyed life just on a day to day basis. Like I'm very, very happy. And, you know, I've got to travel, you know, you know, not extensively, but I've been to a lot of places, you know, I've been yeah. to a lot of places in Europe. Um, you know, I've been to Disney world lots of times. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, Epcot, I've, Seen a lot of different been, uh, been around the world, man. You know, uh, and, yeah. You know, and you know, even recently, just doing small trips in the Midwest. 
you know, yeah. um, you know, we're heading down to Nashville for the Mind Gap annual get together. Like that's gonna be exciting. You know, it's just the idea of just going and exploring stuff. Like I've I've gotten a chance an opportunity to do that, and I feel you know pretty fulfilled on that. But then also I get re, you know rejuvenated where Natalie's like, you know, uh, she talks about how she goes, Dad, I want to try food from all different parts of the world. I'm like, all right, okay. That's what I like talking about. And then we were talking about different things, and she's like, I think one of Jill's coworkers just went to Japan, and now he's like, Can we go to Japan? And I'm like, well, I've never really considered going there because, you know, I've always felt like the language difference would be a bit of a, you know, a, 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 Stretch, yeah, a yeah. you know, it'd be stressful for me. But, you know, apparently since they've had the Olympics, a lot of the stuff has been, you know, a lot more easier because I love the culture. I love the architecture, love a lot of things about that. So I'm like, she putting her that out there. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, we, she's like, dad, can we go to London? I'm like, yeah, we should go. We should go over to England. We go see Richie, you know, like it'd be cool. You know, just absolutely her, her curiosity and outlook on life. Just if anything, you know what, you know what, Brian Johnson, my child gives me life. My child renews my childhood. And yeah. because of that, I had a s'mores cookie tonight because I don't need to eat your diet to feel hey, young look, again. And that's a healthy way. To, but I will say Brian Johnson's kid does give him life too. literally, literally. in his blood. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, he's, cause he's like, yeah, it's a plasma exchange. I imagine he's like turns into Morbius and just like, <gasps> like sucks the plasma out and spits it into a a bowl he's like here we go now put this in my body they're like why didn't you just swallow it he's like that's not scientific you know that's not scientific ivy <laughs> i wanted an ivy they're like all right i guess jesus christ is they're hooking up they're just looking at each other just go i think he's just like saying IV. i don't know I he's just, like listen man he's paying two million dollars a year i mean i'll fucking you know whatever man give him all the ivs in the world that's whatever, fine. Most dude. Of these saline this man. is just we do this like two hours a day and we get paid like boatloads of money. This is awesome. You know, <laughs> I can buy a boat. Oh yeah. Dude, don't do that. Don't, don't you dare do that. Do <laughs> Why? That. I heard this guy, this guy, in this podcast with a lot of farts on the soundboard said, you know, it's a, it's a depreciating asset. Oh really? <laughs> is he a financial guy? No, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, how do you know? He's yeah. like, Oh, he plays like really weird clips like this. Just finger blasted ourselves. It was great. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I I think. Well, the thing is, the thing that what makes you uh, what makes you so easy to listen to is your steadfast opinions. Like you are very, very grounded and rude. You're like when you make an you you have very strong opinions and that <laughs> makes you seem very official. Thank you. That's what it is. That's what it is. The other thing it sounds that like I'm an you- asshole is what it sounds like. <laughs> no, no, you said that. You say <laughs> what? No. The other thing that makes you sound so official is how practical you can get. Yes. It's your practicality. Yes. You know? You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. What? Uh, practical. Yep. Practical. Get it. Practical, get it. Oh. Practical, get it. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, mommy. <laughs> You've never been here before. Welcome. Uh, Ask Practical Doug is the segment we like to do because there's a little Doug that lives inside Big Doug. And little Doug is known as Practical Doug. And Practical Doug is very pragmatic. He guides Big Doug 
through all of life's quandaries and through these questions and decisions in a very practical manner. And you can ask Practical Doug a question and get a very practical answer back on any social medias. If you at MindGapPodcast, hashtag AskPracticalDoug and go ahead and ask your question. On Discord, did you know we have Discord? Well, we do. We have a server. You can join it. There's many, many channels on that server. Uh, you can peruse all of them and, and meet the MindGap community. And one of those channels is Ask Practical Doug. And you can ask right there. Or, well, actually, you know what? That's all. That's the only two ways. We used to stream this live. And uh, we're taking a little break on that. So you that's can't right. ask live. But those other two ways are just fine. That's enough. It's enough ways. So, Doug, we've got another Am I the Asshole tonight. Yeah, baby. Uh, I also came across a really gross would you rather. Oh, boy. So we could do a twofer. Both. 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 The, 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 the would you rather harkens back to one of the worst ones that you've ever posed to me. Yes, yes, but it's yes. Light twist on it. So we'll do Am I the Asshole? And then as a palate cleanser slash uh, the equivalent of licking shit off the bottom of a shoe, we'll do the, uh, the would you rather. So nice. am I the asshole for getting mad at my husband because his brother and... Because his brother, son-in-law, and friend didn't wish me happy birthday. So uh, the husband is 31. They felt the need to say that. So my birthday was yesterday, several months prior Real to Real quick, this is from Suck My Dick Wall Street on Reddit. Yes. I didn't even notice. I thought piss mittens was a great, uh, was a great, was a great handle. Suck My Dick Wall Street is right up there. Yeah. So Suck My Dick, Doug, Suck My Dick Wall Street asks... <laughs> This is like, uh, what's that? Uh, oh, what's that fucking? Casey Kasem. <laughs> Doug, suck my dick Wall Street, writes, <laughs> my birthday was yesterday. Several months prior, my husband bought us tickets for a music festival that was going to take place on my birthday. Despite me saying I wasn't interested in going, uh, he loves one of the artists headlining, I kind of forgot about it and assumed he would sell the ticket since I wasn't interested. Fast forward to a few uh, weeks before my birthday and my parents wanted to take us and some extended family to a soccer game for my birthday. I'm very interested in this as I enjoy both soccer and spending time with uh, my family. I tell my husband this and we end up having a big argument because he wants to go to the music festival. In the end, I convince him to go to the game as we would still have time to go see the artist he likes. So that's what we ended up doing. However, when we got to the music fest last night and met up with my husband's brother, son-in-law, and the friend group, my husband's friend through his brother, all uh, all of whom I've known for several years now, none of them knew it was my birthday, I guess. And my husband did not tell them. I didn't even want to go to this thing. None of them care about me, and it's my birthday. I was and still am angry with my husband. Why didn't he tell them at least... Say happy birthday. Didn't feel good. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my husband about this? And the newspaper article I was referencing is Dear Abby. Where people there you write, go. You I got it. So, anyway, Doug, is this person the asshole? This is interesting because suck my dick Wall Street. Uh, <laughs> um, she talks about 
a couple different things, but the one thing she's asking about specifically is what happens at the end. So I want to break this down All bit right. by bit. So her husband wants to go to this music festival to see an artist that he and his friends really like on her birthday. I find that to be insensitive on the husband's part because it's her birthday. He should ask her what she wants to do. All right. Now, if there's a way to say, hey, look, this is a once a year festival, right? Like, let's say it's Lollapalooza or whatever. It comes around once a year, you know, big deal. And one of my favorite artists is playing there. I'd be like, hey, I know it's your birthday. This is a big like this is one of my favorite artists. Like, is it cool if we try to find a way to make this work? Right. Like, you know, I could understand that. It doesn't sound like at least from this person's perspective that's how this is going so based on this person's perspective i think that's a dick move on the husband's part for basically being like i want to do something you don't want to do with my friends too also by the way this isn't just a one-on-one it's like i'm gonna go with my brother and son-in-law and my friends and yada 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 so there's that um and then so then her parents suggested the soccer game so which obviously i feel like the parents understand what she likes um what she's interested in and then like she has to like twist her husband's arm to get him to agree to go to this right now i understand too if he's like hey i already bought tickets to this thing you know um but the thing i don't like about this she goes i kind of forgot about and assumed he would sell the tickets since i wasn't interested that is a lack of communication on both her parts if you're like, hey, I don't want to go to this. It's my birthday. I have no interest. Like, I'm not going. Right. I would like to spend you to spend time with me. Because this sounds like something like... I'm also projecting here to some degree, I think. But it's like sounds like she was like, hey, this doesn't sound like a good idea. And that's where the conversation ended. In her mind, she's like, I told him exactly what I wanted. And he didn't hear that. And that's because right. that, the, words, the words were not spoken. So therefore, right. I assumed he would sell the tickets. Did you ask him to sell the tickets? Because right. if you didn't, then he obviously didn't. So anyway, soccer game sounds like something she really likes. You know, sounds like a good per- birthday present for her. You know, whatever. So up to this point, I feel like the husband's an asshole mm-hmm. based on this. I also kind of like in her court a little bit. I'm like, did you communicate super well about exactly what you wanted to do and what your expectations were and yada, yada, yada. It's kind of up for debate, but the fact that the husband's like, I'm going to this music festival on your birthday, and even though you don't want to go, I'm still going to go with my friends. Like, that's right. pretty fucked up. So I'm giving, I'm giving this to her in that moment, not the asshole. Now, Absolutely. when you get to the, I ended up going, and then no one wished me happy birthday. <laughs> kind of like, what are your expectations here? So I think the opposite here. Okay. I think because this is where I think the husband is still is still very much the asshole. Mm-hmm. So she so he had the, the didn't sell the tickets. He was still planning on going. She had to con, co, you know convince him to come to the soccer game by saying she had to come up with the solution. Yeah. By saying like you come to the soccer game, we can still go to the music Good fest point. that you want to do on my birthday. This and this and this. So she ended up coming up with a solution to make him happy. On mm. her birthday, the least he could have done was say, hey, it's my wife's birthday. 
when she gets here, it would mean a lot if you all just wished her happy birthday because she's coming here to see the band that I like on her birthday. And she did, she made it work because she's fucking awesome and yada, yada. It would have, I think it would have gone a long way for him to make that, uh, to make that effort to be like, you, you know, thank you for at least coming here, even though you didn't want to do this on your birthday. I'm going to let people know it's your special day and we're going to, you know, we're going to celebrate you a little bit. I think he could even just really go the, the most basic level here, which is, hey guys, I'm going to be late to the festival because it's my wife's birthday and I'm doing some right. shit she wants to do. You know what I mean? Like if we want to just really bare bones this thing down, this information could have been spoken about, right? Because yeah. they obviously had to change their plans a little bit. They weren't going to go to the whole festival the whole time, right? right? They're going to the soccer game first and then they're going to the festival. So if he's coordinating that, obviously he'd be like, I'm going to the soccer game. And you would think, you would think he would say somewhere in that, like, it's her birthday. Right. Right. So, you know, and to, to that degree, anyone who has like, I don't know, any sort of awareness could be like, oh, it's her birthday. And see so they go, oh, hey, happy birthday. You know, something as right. simple as that. It doesn't have to be some great big, all right, when she gets here, all right, you say happy, you say birthday, you say happy, you say, you know, like. Right. Well, I'm not even saying that. Oh, much, I know. I, I know. Think, I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's putting anyone out to just yeah. be like, "Hey, when we get here, can you just you know wish her happy birthday?" Because it would mean a lot. Yeah. Like. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It can be very simple, mm-hmm. but the husband didn't have the fourth the forethought to do that. Yeah. Um, very selfish in his. Part. I think my my hang up on this, and this is just my own thing, is when someone's like, "They didn't wish me happy birthday," I get triggered by that. Because I'm like, okay. who the fuck? Do, who the fuck do you think you are? Who yeah. the fuck do you think you are that I have to go out of my way to wish you a happy fucking birthday? Um, but when you break it down, when you put all that stuff into context of this guy made no effort, right, on her birthday to do something she wanted, he was so focused on doing the thing he wanted to do, and then when she did show up, everyone was like, oh, what's up? You know, like no one. Now, because I also personally, and this is just me, has nothing to do with her. I wouldn't expect anybody to wish me a happy birthday. Would you expect Jill to? Would I expect Jill to wish me a happy birthday? Of course. Because in the title, it says my husband, because, oh, fuck. No, I read that wrong. I know what I can see how you can see that, like basically saying that the husband didn't wish it, but it sounds like happy birthday too. Never mind. I I, I take that back. Go ahead. So me personally, when it's my birthday, I have zero expectations for anyone. Anyone like sure. Even Jill, my expectations are low and that's not because she's bad. I just like, I don't, I don't put a ton of value on birthday for father's day. She's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, who fucking cares? We're going to Nashville. Like, I don't, I don't need anything. I'm the worst to shop for because I just like, Right. I'm so like self-deprecating, whatever. I'm like, I don't fucking need anything. It's fine. Like it, it is what it is. So if I was going somewhere, I wouldn't expect anyone to be like, oh, by the way, happy birthday. I did. I'd be blown away. I'd be like, oh, wow. Thank you so much. That's that's totally cool. But based on the context of this, this guy need to put in even the bare minimum effort here. This guy missed, man. He missed the bar on this Absolutely. real bad, real bad. Yeah. This is just this is basic. This is one one shit right here. Like, yeah. how hard is it just to. Do the basicness, you know, and again, I would love more context, but it's like this music festival is such like a unique thing that only comes around once every four years. And it was just happened to land on her birthday. And was he able to communicate like, hey, you know, I love this shit. And I'm so sorry. It's your birthday. Can we find it? You know, was there any of that? Because if there's not, this guy's a total fucking asshole. Like, undoubtedly, Absolutely. this guy's a piece of shit. He's not doing anything. He's not doing any maintenance. He's not communicating. He's not trying to do anything. Also, 
I would love to know, does this person also communicate that her birthday means a lot to her and that these things, I hate to say the word love language, but is her love language, you know, something that falls in the line of recognition, right? Like the idea of someone saying that, is that a well-known thing in the relationship? Because if it is, this guy totally screwed the pooch. Just absolutely classic guy shit, like selfish guy shit in this regard. So I feel like. There's some pockets of things that I would love to dig into more, but that's also kind of what this is, is you kind of have to take it for what it is. And based on how this lays out, I don't think suck my dick Wall Street is the asshole here. Like, I think I can understand them being disappointed because it sounds like the most basic level of appreciation was completely absent on their birthday. It is decided. Oh, oh boy. That was not what I wanted to have happen. Oh, boy. Okay. It is decided. Not the asshole. By the way, the majority of Reddit listed her as the asshole. Really? Yeah. Come I was, on, I was kind of I was kind of blown you know away by that. And even a lot of most recent comments are like, I don't know why they list you as the asshole. Like, people are like, I'm kind of confused. I was like, hmm. I'll tell you why. It's because the fucking, uh, the incels on Reddit are pissed off that they're taking away the porn. That's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what they're mad about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Give me the would you rather. All right. So a Freaky Friday type incident happens and your mother and your wife swap bodies. The only way to get them back into their proper bodies is to have sex with one of them. Would you rather have sex with your mom in your wife's body or have sex with your wife in your mom's body? My wife and my mom's body. That was way too quick. You came at that way too quick. Listen, here's the thing. If I know Jill's in there and this is like a ghost situation and I got to make love to Whoopi Goldberg, you know, to get to get the ghost out of there, I'll do that because (laughs) I know in the core, there's an awesome human being in there. If I look at my wife and my mom's essence is is invading that beautiful human being with the words and her mentality. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. I will I will absolutely close my eyes and just, you know, no know, knowing Jill is in there yeah. is all I need. Knowing my mom is in there is also all I need to be like, absolutely not get don't get fucked by me go somewhere else because i have such ill feelings towards my mom right now i'd be like i don't have anything to do with you one way or the other it's happening in this scenario but if i know this little meat you know vessel is the only thing that's represent it's not truly who my mom is i can make that work versus like oh you're in there's a demon inside (laughs) this my wife's possessed by this fucking evil abomination was like no way no way absolutely not but tell us how you really feel oh i will so to sum up what you're saying is i've put my dick in worse absolutely okay. yeah yeah yeah, cool. yeah all right well there you go it's decided it is it's done <laughs> that was a really good one by the way thank you for that thank you yeah i, I saw that it came across Instagram what about you band. justin so recommendations. What are we going to do? Oh, oh, we're just going to duck this? You're going to duck what? this, huh? I, no, no, I'm no. Would you rather go both ways, baby? 
going through a tunnel. I, you're breaking up. Mm, no, 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 no. You don't get to dodge this. I'm not gonna let this go, Justin. You got, you got to give me your answer. You know what? It, you know what? It, you know what it is, Doug. I think that I uh, let's just ride this out and see how it goes. You know, for 150 years, I, I, we got the technology now, and we can just see. Uh, maybe it takes care of itself. Did you really not anticipate me flipping this back on you? Of course I did. Oh, okay. I was like, the way you're acting, you're just like. Uh, yeah, you don't. I have to say this. And all the time that I've known you, and all the time that I've known you, there's not a lot of stuff that makes you really squeamish and uncomfortable. This is one of those things. <laughs> I've, I've shut down an entire G chat group chat with a would you rather yeah, <laughs> between you, you and Drew. I remember going in there, I'm like, holy shit. I silenced this thing years ago with an awful would you rather. And you're was, like, no. For those of you who, who don't know what we're talking about, the <laughs> we might have talked about this before, but if you I haven't remember what the question was, but Doug, it was something similar to this. It was in this vein, but Doug, uh, Doug posed a question like this in the G chat. And that was the last thing that was said. And we all just kind of accepted that no one ever typed. And Doug opened it. I think it was like three or so years later. He's like, what's this chat that's still over here? And he's like, holy shit, it's been three years since anyone said a word in this. And I shut it down yeah. with this disgusting would you rather. That's like the it's equivalent of, of invading a town, leveling it. And then salting the earth so nothing will ever be able to grow there ever again. That's exactly what I did to that chat. I think it was something about making that's, out that's with your beautiful. sibling or your parents. Like it was something along those lines. Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, it was. I think that was actually it. Would you? Would you yeah. rather yeah. make out with? You know? Yeah. You yeah. I've never. I've never weird. seen you that like just disgusted. I was ever. Like uh, skeeved. No, you're like, ah, you. uh, I was like, that make your spider. choice. And you're like, yeah. that's when you turn to Drew. You're like, this is dumb. I'm not answering this question. <laughs> I pu- I pulled Drew. Yeah, I turned into Drew. Um, I think your logic is sound in this scenario. So I'd yeah. probably go the same route. Yeah. That, that, now, again, let me put the caveat in. <laughs> I, don't hold this, I don't hold the same distance. Justin's like, I love my mom. And we talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, we talk all the time. We have a very healthy relationship at yeah. this point in our lives. Uh, so yeah, but with the, with, with the same shell of a concept, I think that would be knowing that Beth's essence was there. It was, that would be more of a, uh, I guess that'd be more palatable. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing, Justin. I appreciate that. Absolutely. What do you got to recommend this week, buddy? Besides therapy. (laughs) ZocDoc. Um, no, uh. I'm going to recommend on Disney Plus the sum of it all. It's uh, a four-part Ed Sheeran documentary, and I was lukewarm on Ed Sheeran. I liked mm-hmm. him. Um, I didn't like. I kind of nothing him. Like if he came on the radio, I was like, "Yeah, it's a good song. I'll listen to it." Um, but I never really sought out his music. Uh, I watched this documentary, and it, it cha- I'm a fan now. It cha- completely changed my my attitude towards him as uh as a creator as a musician as an artist um i never I, again i never had any ill will to him as a person but now i really like him as a person too it just it it documents <clears throat> the making of his most recent album and which i think is i think it's subtract it's, it's all math related albums um your favorite and, 
Right, exactly. Which I why I had issues with him at first, uh, if I'm being honest. But I, he lost one of his best friends to uh, a drug overdose, and it absolutely wrecked him. This was his brother, like yeah. for all intents and purposes, and uh, it completely wrecked him, completely tanked him. And to watch him go through the journey of creating this album with a lot of the songs based around that experience was really interesting. That's interesting. Um, it was, it was just, it was at the end of the day, I was like, this was beautiful. This was a beautiful story about just this creative uh, person making art about something that was really real in his life. Like you, you often think like, Oh, what's this album about? Or what's this song about? You get to see the process and you get to see how he builds it out and learn a little bit of it more about him. So uh, I would, I would strongly recommend it. It's, it's very, I think, I think there are only half hour episodes and there's four of them. It's not that big of a time commitment and it's really good. So uh, the sum of it all on Disney plus is my recommendation. Doug, what do you got? I like, like one of the, I think I've heard one of the singles off of that album, which is, you know. Have you checked your yeah, I think that's, that's, it tells a really great story, you know. That's a good one. That's yeah. where, when there was a lot of drug trafficking happening. <laughs> and that one specifically yeah. was, where did I put the drugs? Yes. And it tells the story of where did I put those? Have you checked your butthole? Skeet up, beat yeah. up, boot up. Dude, um, really, it's a hip track. Yes, uh, I recommend Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Holy shit! Uh, I saw that movie opening weekend with Natalie. I have not been that blown away by a movie since The Dark Knight, and it's so fucking good. It's so good. I I desperately want to watch it again. And like I have this I was like I wish it was available to purchase right now. I'd buy it for 30 bucks like instantly. Wow. I would buy it. I like I want to watch I want to own this movie and I want to watch it again. It's fucking phenomenal. The acting's great, the story's fantastic, the animation and the art is beautiful, the music is fantastic. It's all it should win every goddamn award in the world. It's so fucking go. good. It is truly you know, people always say, oh, this is the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy. This is truly an Empire Strikes Back kind of film. It is a Dark Knight sort of film in a trilogy. It is top-notch, amazing. I The whole time I was just like, this is so good. This Shit. is so good. It's so good. Right. So do yourself a favor. If you can get to the theater, go check it out. It is fucking awesome. Highly recommend it. Let me ask you a question. Haig also thought it was a very good movie. Uh but he 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 came out angry, and he uh, was it, did he say why? Ahead. Well, and I haven't seen. We're, we can try to avoid spoilers yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. But I, I don't think this is. I don't. Think this is no spoiler. Um, well, let me. I, can you guess why? I have a joke that I'm going to say off air. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what the joke. I have a joke that I'm going to say off air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, my other my other guess is. Is it an Infinity War reaction? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. that's what I thought. He got, his whole thing, he, he opened it up. His, uh, so the Spider-Verse, how was it? Let me ask you a question. And he gets so angry. Let me ask you a question. What? Why the fuck 
to these movies now. Two and a half hour movie. He sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, right. Two and a half hour <laughs> Let me ask you one question. Two and a half hour movies. Uh, he goes, you can't tell the story in two and a half fucking hours. You need another two and a half fucking hour movie to finish your story. Just finish the fucking story. You did nothing for me in this movie. The first one was great because you got a full story, beginning, middle, and end. I knew where it ended. This one, just fucking cliff it. And he just went off and he was angry. And I was just like, hey, was it, a, was it good? Well, yeah, it was good. S- stop there. Then it was good. Then you yeah. enjoyed it. My response to that is no, Hag. <laughs> There's obviously a whole other movie that we need to finish this story. Yeah. And they planned so then, on it. Supposedly then, the next movie's coming out. Supposedly the next movie's coming out March 2024. So okay. that's... Now, it might get pushed back. But but th- it, this is like... They planned on this. Like, this was yeah. the whole point. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. I don't... And he doesn't think that the, this was like a... Oh man, we ran out of time. We better <laughs> we oh shit, we're already at 220. All right, we better chop it and just make another movie. I don't think he thinks that. <laughs> but I think he's like he's like why couldn't why can't you compress consolidate and either give it to me in one movie or if you're going to do two movies, don't make one of them two and a half hours long. Like, this guy is bit. someone who's like I don't have a lot of time left on this earth. All right. <laughs> Make make this worth my time. All right, I don't have I don't have the same years that Doug and Justin have. We're in right unless fucking Brian Johnson can get his act together and figure something out. That right there is why I would extend my life. If I was like, oh shit, I only got to see two thirds of this trilogy, and the next one's coming up. Give me two more years so I can make sure I can see the end of this. That's amazing. That's the only reason why I would do that. Yes, amazing. (laughs) Go see Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. So good. Ah, oh, another great episode. So much fun. Uh, thank you all for watching. As always, please check us out on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Check out our episodes, our shorts, all our good shit. Uh, YouTube.com slash Podcast. I live stream video game streams, typically on Fridays. Uh, there will not be one this week as I'm doing a bonus D&D thing on Friday. And then I'm getting ready to go to Nashville for... First Mind Gap podcast community get together down in Nashville next week. So there also will not be a podcast next week. So be prepared for that. We're going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus just for a week. You all can handle it. You got this. We may try to post some clips or do some sort of stuff to kind of show you what what we were doing and how we were having fun. Uh, But yeah, no podcast. So we'll be back. Uh, The uh, we'll be back for our next episode on. uh, uh, Of course, my fucking calendar pops up June 30th. So. June 30th, right. Although I may be back to stream on the 24th. Who fucking knows? Follow us on all our shit and you'll know. Join our Discord. Link is in the description down below. Support us. Your support is very much appreciated. You can over to patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Support us there financially. Check out our merch. If you're like, hey man, um, I don't have the, the, the scratch right now, the debt limit, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's crazy. No big deal. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, help us out in that regard. It means the world to us. And also be sure to check out Justin online as well. On Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on all the fine, reputable platforms where you can consume podcasts. We'll be there waiting for you, waiting for your ears to give us a little listen. And then when you're there, rate, review, subscribe, share, all those things that we ask every week. Big one is sharing. We really want you to tell your friends we exist. Uh, like Tinkerbell, the more you clap, the brighter we shine. 
And uh, TuiStaith.com, TuiStaith on all social media, Love and Improv Film on Instagram and LoveandImprovFilm.com. Cha-cha-cha. You got there, buddy. I'm proud of you. Thank Never you. forget. What? <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> About what? Huh? Never forget. Oh. All right, gang. Well, with that, I'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, listeners, thank you. <laughs> listeners, thank you, too. <laughs> you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.